are back for another episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenich, Tyler Dye, Zach Riley, Eric Johnson. Uh, we have opening day of Major League Baseball to get to. We also have the Masters round two finished up today. But we'll start with what happened earlier in the week. We have a new champion in NCAA basketball, the Kansas Jayhawks complete the biggest comeback in a championship game in NCAA basketball history. They come back and they beat uh, the UNC Tar Heels in what was just a, an amazing game. But yeah, it was a great comeback for Kansas, but you can't help but think that UNC just let the entire game slip away. Well, this is what Kansas has done for the past, what, three games? Yeah. Start off, like, look at the game against Miami. I had Miami in that game and I felt really good. Miami went into the half with like a 16 point lead or something like that. Yeah. And they lost. I had the same bet. I even it even like crossed my mind because I looked at the line at halftime and they were plus three hundred to win. Um, they were like fourteen on the spread or like thirteen, just an absurd amount. And uh, yeah, I I mean, UNC up until the halftime. And the national championship game, you didn't understand why they were an eight seed. And in that second half, you became well aware why UNC was an eight seed. <laughs> well, that aware. could be also on Kansas' defense. And just that too. And being a good team. But when you have that kind of lead, when you have that much momentum going into the next half, everything they were doing in the first half was working so well. You had Armando Baycott was just tearing it up on the inside. And then it's almost like they kind of decided that, you know, we could just keep doing what we're doing and it's going to work. Not either A, not accounting for any kind of halftime changes Kansas could make, or B, saying whatever changes they make, we could just blow by anyway. So we don't need to change what we're doing. Yeah, when it got to the Final Four, I had Kansas win it. I was like, yep, this is this the squad that's probably going to win it, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it was a good game. It was a great game. It was a classic. But, man, I hear some people down at UNC in the North Carolina area saying that the big game was beating Duke, not the national championship game. And oh, like, you can't. You come can't on, say that. Come on. And they're right. No, no, they are not right. No, they're not. No, they're not. That is a loser mentality right yeah. there. Retiring Coach K. No, that, oh does, that, that, no, that doesn't matter. Absolutely oh, yeah, let's have a better for that North one. Carolina. It shouldn't. That's coming be. from a fan whose big victories beating Aaron Rodgers once a year. <laughs> that is, uh, no, you're not hanging a, well, you hang a banner. Look, we retired yeah. Coach K banner. Yeah, like he was retiring anyway, win or loss. Like, yeah, all my all my Carolina buddies said they did not care about the national championship. At That's that Carolina buddies are losers. Let's talk to let's talk to uh, let's talk to Michael Jordan, UNC alum. Let's ask him what's a little bit more important: hanging that banner or beating Coach K. It would have meant something beating Coach K and en route to a championship. But just like the seventy-two win Bulls, it don't mean a thing without the ring. Yep, they lost. The slipper did not fit for the eight seed. Nor did fit for St. Peter's, by the way. No, they got walloped. They and, got they, walloped. Well, and they shouldn't have had that parade either. <laughs> I don't yeah. care what seed well, is that right. about. Hold on. You're a 16 seed. You made it. I don't care, Trish. Yeah. I'm, I'm care. cool with that. 
I'm no. cool with a parade. No. 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 If they would have went to I the final four and had an argument because you would have been bringing home hardware. You can't, you can't defend the – you can't blame UNC and then say that. Have like a little ceremony, like a dinner or something. It's, it's easy. Having a, whole having a little parade? ceremony in the gym when they get back, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, having a whole parade. No. I don't need a parade for guys. We who don't lost. need a participation parade in the. I don't elite need eight. a parade for guys who lost. What did losing the elite eight? Elite yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, it, we were hyped at that, and not even just lost, got fucking destroyed. destroyed. <laughs> I can't imagine what Duke would have done to him. It would have been bad. Yeah, I went with a friend of mine. We were going nuts when UNC won that. And thing. now everybody's jumping shit. Everybody from St. Peter's, yeah. Doug, what's his last name? Eggert? Eggert? Oh, right. Eggert? Yeah. He's leaving. Well, I mean, he's leaving. Three of them are going to Seton right Hall, right? So, though. He's getting the a better job. They, they haven't announced. Well, Shaheen Holloway took the job at Seton Hall. Yeah. But they haven't, they've entered the transfer portal. Nobody's announced where they're going yet. I know. Seton Hall is the very easy one to assume. I was but about if to you say. have a big program come knocking, how the fuck could you turn that down? Doug Eggert's got a brand to think about, too. He's got NIL deals. Like, yeah, he does. Like if you're one of those play one of those teams that played St. Peter's and you watch what they could do, you go, hmm, well, you know what? Maybe we could use that. Maybe like a Purdue is going, yeah, you know what? We could use that. You go out there, you put out a feeler. You go, hey, you tore okay. us up. At the end of the day, it's about those students. And if they're if they're showing off something that a lot of people think they could use, why why not take a chance on them? Also, staying at St. Peter's in it, like if you have any hopes on getting to the next level, staying at St. Peter's incredibly diminishes that. Yeah. You've got to yeah, get that's to the showcase yourself. They've given them all, all of them have given themselves chances to possibly get on better schools to be on Yeah, a they've earned the opportunity to do year. that. Now, I don't think Seton Hall is quite that next step. No, no, no. They're a step up, but they're not like. It's, it's definitely a step Seton up. Hall. It's, yeah. Well, they're not. They're not a step up for a team that just made it to the Elite Eight. Well, Trish, come on. No, I just mean the program I mean a, the and exposure. Player. It's yeah, a step up. You know, they're going to be playing on national networks at Seton Hall because the big they're going to be playing in front of going to have a chance at another tournament. Or at least playing... they're not playing in a, in a gymnasium anymore. Yeah, they're not going to be playing in front of 100 people <laughs> or a few hundred. I think, I think they would like to get into like Power Five conferences Big 10, Big 12. Like that. If you're one of those players, I think that's the dream. You probably won't be a starter at those schools. No, but I think I think that's enough to be uh, happy to like. And who knows, like, what's gonna happen next year? I mean, somebody get hurt, you show off, and it's like, oh my god. Or you could open up the door to another transfer, where you transfer to another school and you're the starter there, and who knows? It just it just opens up doors. It gives options. But yeah, Kansas is the national champion. Bill Self did it. Huzzah. Did, uh, um, wait, did Kansas have a parade? I would imagine. They should have. Uh, I was going to say, if they have a parade in St. Peter's, if they don't have a parade and then St. Peter's does, who's real national champion? That's a bad look. Right. St. Peter's, are, should St. Peter's just claim the national championship? Like, yeah. uh, I would imagine they threw a parade. And they threw one for Villanova when they won Philadelphia. I'm going to look it up. I'm, I'm gonna say they definitely threw a parade. I'm a, yeah, I'm a. I'll I put see. yeah. Where is the University of Kansas? Because I know K State is in Manhattan. Manhattan, Kansas. The Little Apple, as it's called. That's. They gotta stop. That's also 100 percent true. That is true. <laughs> I understand, but I feel like 
I feel like the city of New York has a case for uh, plagiarism. Uh, the okay, University they, of they Kansas. Are the University of Kansas in Lawrence. It's planned for uh, someday. They have okay. a sixty. They have a sixty-three percent graduation rate at Kansas. Shout out and, to my boy uh, Landon Reinhardt who gave me that little apple thing. An acceptance rate of ninety-one percent at Kansas. He does camera work for K State Athletics. That's <laughs> he told me that I, I lost it. Um, but yeah, so they're getting that a parade Sunday, he said. Yeah, Sunday, two o'clock. Sunday, huh? Yeah. A weekend parade? That's usually yeah. not what they do. Yeah, it's usually like two days after. Like game was on what Monday? Well, I mean the, the students do have classes. Those kids ain't going to class the rest of the year. No, 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 but it's the other kids who are going to attend the parade. Oh, they'll let them go. You could let them. You could, if your school wins a national championship like that in the biggest tournament ever, like in college history, you're going to let your kids go to the the parade over class. It's also April. It's not like they're missing that much. Spoken like a true college student. Yeah. Yeah, I want to brag or anything, but my college went to the D3. Final four the year before I got oh the year I got there. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I yeah, just found you, out a couple get, days ago. If you get the pickleball national championship. <laughs> Trish was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you found out a couple days ago. Yeah, it was five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, what's next on the list? LeBron. Next on the list, we have uh we're moving, we're staying in the uh basketball, but we're moving to the LeBron. NBA. We have news out of the Lakers. LeBron is actually 100% verified this time out for the season with an ankle injury. Was it because of that play the night after he made that joke? That team is a joke. LeBron's a joke. Yes. Shout out to Russ. It was was actually, uh, according to ESPN, it was from a play on March 27th. Reports are that Russ is planning on running it back with AD and LeBron next year. Does he not know? Does somebody have to tell him? LeBron's not going to be there next year? He's not going to be there next year. They're going to trade his ass to a shitty organization like Orlando, and that's going to be it for Russell Westbrook. The Charlotte Hornets have been a team that has expressed interest. I don't understand that. I really don't. And Russ. LaMelo Ball is... The primary ball handler for the Hornets offense. He is magical with his passing. Russell Westbrook, when he has any kind of value, it's as a ball handler because he can't shoot anymore, and but he can still somewhat pass. So where does Russ fit in? So we got some quotes from AD from uh, from Dave McMenamin. AD says, "Quote: When I'm healthy, I'm a motherfucker, but I got to stay healthy." Which is a hell of a thing to say. I don't think they're planning on doing anything with me. I don't know, man. Fuck, I don't know. I, Direct quotes from AD. I don't... He, he mad. I mean, I wouldn't trade him if I was the Lakers. Trade LeBron. I wouldn't do that either. Trade Why? Carmelo. What are you going to get for Carmelo, though? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Carmelo would walk. They would just kick him out. Like we're behind the locket. Frank Vogel's gone. The Lakers had thirty-nine different starting lineups. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. 
they really won that championship and then just dipped. Dipped, yeah. They're just <laughs> stopped trying after that. They put together this senior citizen ass roster. Just to listen, let's let's all be honest. Let's let's call it what it is. It's LeBron biding his time until his son gets into the league so that he can go to whatever team his son ends up on and then he can play with his son. He already That's did cool. that in Space Jam. That wasn't even his real son. I know. He's going to do it with his real child in the actual NBA. I also did not see that movie. Calling that the actual NBA implies that the Toon Squad is a fake NBA. They are. It is nothing of the sort. It is not even a basketball association. Well, I mean, they are. That was just a pickup game. Yeah. It was a pickup game that decided the fate of the the world. Looney Tunes. It's a little bigger bigger than the NBA, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I for, I completely forgot what I was. Okay, yeah, now I remember. Uh, did you see Shaq on Inside the NBA a couple nights ago, talking mad shit about Dwight Howard? No, was he really again? So first, it went Shaq saying they have three Hall of Famers on this roster. So D Wade looks at him and goes, LeBron, Shaq was one. Um. AD, two. Russell Westbrook, three. Carmelo, four. And then Shaq goes, okay, there's four. (laughs) And then D-Wade goes, Dwight Howard. And Shaq goes, yeah, four. said four. (laughs) He has like a legitimate beef with Dwight Howard. Yeah, this has been documented for years now. Yeah, it's because he, it's because of the nickname, right? Yeah. Dwight Howard took the Superman nickname. Have you seen the secret base video? Yeah, no. that's really all it is. It's like that's such a petty thing. And listen, given the current standards of the Basketball Hall of Fame, yes, Dwight Howard is a Hall of Famer. Now, with that being said, there's a lot of players in the NBA Hall of Fame that should not be in the or in the Basketball Hall of Fame that should not be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Vadi Divac is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He is not good by any means. His most notable thing was he was traded for Kobe Bryant. That's the the only thing. That's the only thing. But they take in your international uh, contributions to the game, which I mean, it's a Basketball Hall of Fame. It's not an NBA Hall of Fame. So Dwight's going to get in. He was defensive player of the year a couple times. He so single-handedly brought Orlando to the finals that one year. Granted, they didn't win. I mean, banners, rings, you know, shit like that. He has a couple gold medals. It's enough to get in. Melo's going to get in, I guess. Eh. Another guy really couldn't do it in the NBA. Chips are down. Win a ring. Can't do it. Cannot do it. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this Hall of Fame that really shouldn't be. It's awful. Like, Jamal Wilkes is in here. Is Amari Stoudemire in? He might not be. You know he's an assistant coach for the Nets? Is he? Yeah, I saw him on the bench at the Nets game the other night, and I was like, is that Amari? Steve Nash throwing it back to uh, his Phoenix days. And they were on the roster together. I mean, yeah, Basketball Hall of Fame, man. It's garbage. Garbage. Also put into like, I feel like a lot of these Hall of Fames are starting to hit a wall 
with the talent that they're inducting. Like, I feel like the standard is getting lower. I don't think the standard's getting lower. I mean, every, like, football still does a good job. Baseball still does a good job because they only allow, because there's no, like, we need to put in this many people. Um, hockey yeah, does a good no, job I don't, they put I don't in so think, few people a year. I don't think baseball does a good job because. Baseball just doesn't do a good job because you don't like the voting. Yeah. You don't like that Barry Bonds isn't in. That's exactly right. Why, why is Ben Wallace in? I also want. Good question. Mark don't know. I also want Mark McGuire in there too, but I, I think mean, the basketball I, hall of fame and a lot of this is seen with their fan base too. They way overvalue players and the basketball hall of fame is legit. A hall of very good. Yeah. Like Yao Ming was a great player. Why is he in the hall of fame? I just saw Vladdy Divac on the, on the list. Yao Ming could hang with the best big man in basketball. He never really did anything, either personal awards-wise, team awards-wise, to warrant being put in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Well, what was his international career like? Exactly. There it is. Played for China, one of the biggest Chinese names to come over to basketball. Yeah, so there you go. That's why. He's the most famous Chinese basketball player of all time. Like, out of all the Hall of Fames, this one acknowledges the most outside of the main league. Because the Hockey Hall of Fame, it's the Hockey Hall of Fame. Not pro, hockey. You could could be really good in college and get in the Hockey Hall of Fame. It just never happens. You could be an AHL legend and get in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Football, it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They could put XFL and USFL players in. They're not gonna. Exactly. PJ Walker, can't bound. I like I like the way the NFL does it though, because isn't it the surviving uh class of already inducted Hall of Fame members? There's a board. There's a board made up of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still, it's guys who are in the Hall of Fame who vote in the next group of people that Oh, are so that's why you don't like baseball, because it's the writers. Yeah, fuck the writers. What do they know? These fuckers have been keeping out people. Oh, steroid juice. Yeah, everybody was juicing then. I believe football is a combination of the board and writers. I think the writers only have like a, like a 35% of the vote, though. So, like, it doesn't they're usually in lockstep with each other anyway. Here's a good one, guys. Grant Hill's an NBA Hall of Famer. He shouldn't be. Hall of Famer. If you win any type of individual award you have guaranteed your place in the Basketball Hall of Fame. <laughs> if you win a ring, you have probably 85% guaranteed your place in the Basketball Hall of Fame. If you win two gold medals, you're going. If you're the best player from a foreign country, you're going. But if you look at it as it claims to be, a true Basketball Hall of Fame, then yeah, if you're the most famous player out of your country to come to the NBA and play and you know, you put basketball on the map in your country, then yeah, you absolutely. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the stats right now. Uh, yeah, Divac should be in based on what he's done overseas. Exactly, based on what he's done overseas, he went to these yeah. worst ass leagues where he's gonna dominate because he was in the NBA. No shit, he's gonna dominate. No, he was doing this before he went. Exactly. To the NBA. Look, look up Luca's shit in Slovakia. 
It's against B talent. Yeah, but that's the thing. If I know was- that's the thing. That's also part of the problem. Jeremy Lin is one good overseas trip away from being put in the Basketball Hall of Fame because he's got a ring, damn it. And you know damn well Marbury's going in. Is he not in? No, he's still playing. Where? He's still playing in China. Why? Why He's the head coach of the Beijing Royal Fighters. Oh, he's a head coach. Okay, that's different than playing. He retired in 2018. Sorry. It doesn't take much to be in the NBA, in the Basketball Hall of Fame. If there was an NBA Hall of Fame, there would be like legitimate fist fights between players going in. Like, if Shaq is at this newly formed NBA Hall of Fame and he sees Dwight Howard's ass going in, he's going to swing on site. Swing. This is true. He might do it at the Basketball Hall of Fame. He would definitely do it at the NBA Hall of Fame. The second they say he was one of the most dominant big men, Shaq is going up there and Will Smithing Dwight Howard. <laughs> you see Will Smith, speaking of, he got banned from the Oscars for 10, ten, years. Years. ten years. That's okay. Yeah. He only makes a good movie once every 10 years anyway. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting what? statement, Tony. Name his last good movie. Yeah. Well, clearly King Richard. No, before, no, that. before that one. Um, Don't say Madagascar. <laughs> what? Was Will Smith in Madagascar? Oh, no, it was Chris. I'm yeah, Chris Rock. Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock was Zebra. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> That's the Still, guy don't get off topic here. Uh, Muhammad Ali was good. Wasn't that like 2005? Uh, yeah, it was somewhere in there. 07. Oh, all right. <laughs> You could, all right, so you thank you. Said I am legend, or like Trust I am Ali. legend. That was all right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Ali was two thousand one. Was oh, it? twenty years? You can put a movie in between. Yeah, I Robot. I Robot was good. All right, let's talk about Oscar like worthy movies here. That was a good movie. Don't you dare talk. <laughs> about If you're nominating I Robot for an Oscar, you're on crack. <laughs> for the time, yeah, well, sure. For what time? Wait, Shark Tank like, four. It was like two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand four. That it's movie was good, insane uh, for when it came out. It was pretty good graphics, visual effects. Don't act like Will Smith. Like this was a one-time thing. Will Smith getting nominated for that Oscar. Oh yeah. Like I was, I didn't know the Oscar nominees till like that day, and seeing Will Smith, I was like, eh. no, I knew it was Will Smith, but I don't think that movie was. He, he was Richard was good, but he was the genie in pounds. Not seven. What's that name of that movie? That's that's the Adam Sandler one. What's the one that he's in? Well, if you can't name it, <laughs> no, it was good. It was just fucked up. It's if not you that can't movie. name it. The Pursuit of Happiness, 06. What? I, I've never heard of that. What? What? The Pursuit of Happiness? I never saw it. I think he's still salty. He never got an Oscar for that. He should have gotten an Oscar for that. Who won that year? I have no idea. Let's then see. how can you say he should have? Smith was nominated for Best Actor. What was that? The 07 Oscars? Philip Seymour Hoffman won for Best Actor. For what movie? I don't know. Hang on. Also, I'll, Philip I'll Seymour Hoffman, I'll... a way better actor than Will Smith. This is true. Winners and nominees. Here we Capote. go. Capote. Capote. Best Best Actor, Forrest Whitaker yeah. and the Last King of Stock in uh, Scotland. No, I'm sticking with it. I think he should have. Wait, wait, wait. So what won the Oscar that year? Because I'm hearing Forrest Whitaker and I'm hearing Philip Seymour Hoffman. 
in the, the 2006 was Oscars. Okay, so I guess it would be the 2007 Oscars. Yeah, that's what I'm on. Forrest Whitaker won. So it was Forrest Whitaker for the King of Scotland, right? Yeah. Way better acting performance than Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness was not even nominated for Best Picture. That's nonsense. That movie was fantastic. Because what? Know- Forrest Whitaker plays what? That Ugandan king in that? Uh, yeah. I will give you this. Forrest Whitaker, a hell of an actor. Also, the Best Picture winner, much better movie than Pursuit of Happiness. What was it? The Departed. Oh, fuck yeah. Still. Should have been nominated. what? Should have been nominated. That movie was great. Go through the other nominees. Wait, wait. Was there a nominated movie worse? Okay. Do you want me me to read the nominated movies? Okay. Babel. Okay. Letters from Iwo Jima. That was good. Next. No, no, I was right. It's called Seven Pounds. It was from 2008. It's a crazy fucking movie. If you ever get a chance, watch it. Wilma Sunshine. A lot of people like that movie. I don't like that movie. And The Queen. Which was the British one. All right, Weak Year. (laughs) Weak Year, and he still didn't get nominated. He should have been. Pursuit of Happiness were better than half those movies. Anyway. This is also the same... This is also the same year as Dreamgirls and The Devil Wears Prada. Was The Devil Wears, Devil Wears Prada nominated? No, but Meryl Streep was nominated Best Actress. How can you nominate for Best Actress? And not no. Best that Actress. Also, that movie was also very highly critically acclaimed. It was, yeah. It was. I feel like that movie was a little too highly critically acclaimed. Like, it wasn't... Was the other actress nominated for Best Supporting Actress? I cannot think of her name. Anne Hathaway? That's it. No. And Meryl Streep was nominated for Best Actress. Best actress. And they didn't nominate Anne Hathaway. Although, wait a minute. Meryl Streep wasn't the main character of that movie. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been the other way around. That Meryl Anne Streep Hathaway was the main supporting. character of that movie. Also, the person who won Best Supporting Actress totally deserved it. Who? Jennifer Hudson in Dreamgirls. Who else was nominated? Adriana Barraza in Babel. Kate Blanchett in Notes on a Scandal. Abigail Breslin in Little Miss Sunshine. And Rinko Kikuchi as Babel. Or in Babel. What what is this movie Babel? Why didn't Anne Hathaway get nominated? I don't know. Why would why would Anne Hathaway be a supporting role? She was the main character of that film. Who gets top? Who has top? Trish, look up that movie. Who has top billing? Oh, top billing definitely went to Meryl Streep, but that's just because she's Meryl fucking Streep. Well, I think the nomination uh, goes by amount. Top billing is Meryl Streep on the screen. Top billing is Meryl Streep. Yeah, but that's because she's Meryl Streep. But the person who was the actual main character of that movie and who was in the majority of the film was Anne Hathaway. Meryl Streep is the boss who's a dickhead. She is the devil that wears Prada. <laughs> you see, now if you no. search so for devil all wears listeners, Prada main character, it, it comes up Meryl Streep. So, right. so for, for, all, for, for all of our listeners who have not seen The Devil Wears Prada, um... Sorry. Sorry for the spoilers. Oh, bro, they had 15 years to see it. I know. This is also we haven't spoiled anything. All we've said is Meryl Streep's a dickhead in the movie. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) What's next on the list? Next on the list, we're moving sports. We're going to golf and we're going to talk about the masters. To say moving sports is generous. We just did Oscars for like Um, five. By the way, uh, I got some good news for Zach. What? X-rays on Lindor's jaw are negative, and he passed concussion testing. Oh, thank God. 
after getting fucking beamed. Should yeah. we talk about opening day while we're on it, or should we do match? Well, that's next. Well, we're doing. That's, that's we're why doing we made the list right before the show. Yeah, I put it in order. Uh, also, that should have been strike on Lindor. No. Yes. What Zach, did he attempt with a fastball going to your face? Zach, did he attempt to block the ball with the looked bat? like it? Yeah. Okay, then that's a strike. <laughs> that is a strike. If it was two no. K or the show, they would have given me a strike for that. Well, we're not playing two K. Chris, All right, Masters. Zach. Zach. So, in the Masters right now, we have I have the standings here pulled up. In first place was sole possession of first place. We have uh, Scotty Scheffler, and he is uh, eight under through two holes. And somewhere between plus 110 and plus uh, 115 on your sports books. So then tied for second, I'm just going to go through last names here. We have Lowry from Ireland, Matsuya. Shane Lowry. Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama. Yep. Uh, we also have... Hideki Matsuyama Schwarzer. is the second uh, highest favorite, plus 1,200. You guys see Matsuyama's dinner the other night? No. Yeah, he had like a, a dinner for him for last year's... Um, oh, he won. Yeah. Oh, the Champions Dinner two nights ago. Yeah, the Champions Dinner. You see that menu? No. Does he? Yeah, because the most recent champion gets to choose, right? Yeah. Yep. He had a sushi appetizer with sashimi and chicken skewers, a miso glazed black cod, wagyu beef ribeye, and a Japanese strawberry shortcake. Mm. Sounds good. Shout out to the Braves for blowing like a six run lead and not covering one and a they half. They blow it. They blew it again to Cincinnati. No, no, they're up. They're still up one in oh. the ninth inning, but they're not going to cover my one and a half runs after being up like six. <laughs> Continuing on, still tied for second, we have Schwartzel and then uh, M. Some JM. Yep. And then moving on to tied for sixth place, we have Kevin Na, uh, Smith, Varner, and uh, Dustin Johnson. Big fan of Harold Varner. So, guess- crazy story, Harold Varner. So, I looked at Tom before the tournament started, and we were going to do the same thing we do for. Uh, NASCAR races where he just scrolls through the list, picks out a random one, and that's what I'm going to bet on. And he picked up Harold Varner, and he was like plus like 7,000 before it started. Well, he's tied for six right now, two under. He went one under today. Tough day today. It was it was a really tough day. I, I see a lot of pluses here, even, even for some of the guys higher up. Harold Varner uh, still sitting at plus 5,500. And then I feel like the biggest story – out of the Masters. You feel like, is this about to be a hot take? No, it's not going to be a oh, hot take. It's so the world say. feels okay. like you just so, agree with them. Let me, the let me rephrase this. Like Everyone in sports thinks. The biggest mm-hmm. story out of the Masters is Tiger Woods coming back. Playing. No, really? Wait, Tiger Woods the golfer? <laughs> Shut your mouth. Anyway, coming back, playing the game. And currently he's tied for 19th at plus one. Yesterday he finished one under. Today he finished two over. Just the fact that he's able to play and compete and he's still in it and he made the cut and he's going to continue playing tomorrow is extremely impressive. And That's crazy. I wanted to read this quote because I, I really liked it. I just have to go find it now. Give me a second. So you want to read this quote you don't have? All right. You know, if you just give me like two seconds, I'll find it. I'm giving you all the seconds. 
What what am I gonna do? Nothing. Just exactly. Gonna do it anyway. Sit here and embrace the dead airness. So Tiger was asked if he felt like he, obviously everybody knows that Tiger only feels that victory is when he wins the entire tournament. Um, but he was asked if he feels that what he did on the first day was equivalent to a win. And he said, yes. And then the, the reporter asked why. And he said, if you would have seen how my leg looked to where it is at now, the pictures, some of the guys know they've seen the pictures and they've come over to the house and they've seen it to see where I've been to see, to get from there to here. It was no easy task. So it was, an insane feat. It, it was what less than a year ago that he got into that accident or a year and a half ago that he got into that accident. And they thought he was going to have to chop off his leg. And now here he is in Augusta somewhat he, in the running. He's, he made the cut. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's good enough. <laughs> like and yeah, if also, I think the money on a top act- 10 finish right now, pretty sure it's the longest active streak uh, of making the cut. The Masters. 27. Yeah. Something like that. It's impressive. And I mean, I didn't think he'd be playing. Not until those rumors came out when he was flying up there. Uh, journalist uh, Wright Thompson was on the Dan Patrick show a couple of days, and Thompson has been uh, following Tiger's career pretty closely. He's written a couple features. Um, and some, I, I learned some interesting stuff over the past couple of days. Like, when they spread Tiger's dad's ashes, he's he's in an unmarked grave. Like, there's no gravestone. What? And Wright Thompson talked to the cemetery and went, yeah, there's just a placeholder stone there to, to let the groundskeepers know that this plot is paid for. It's just a red rock. They haven't put a stone yet. It's been 15 years. No, why, did, why haven't they done that yet? Well, and, I mean, do you think it might be because of privacy? No. Everybody yeah. knows where it is. Oh, it's in it's in Manhattan, Kansas. Hmm. And Dan the Patrick little, asked little, him a little apple. Yeah, Dan Patrick asked him, like, if you could ask Tiger like two questions, what would you ask? And the one that really caught my attention was I, I'd ask him if he likes golf. Well, I'm sure, like, I'm sure he likes golf now. But when his dad was around, he probably didn't like golf. So I've heard. I've heard him talk a little bit about that and about the difference. uh, And this is more for now, like why he's been teaching his son how to play and playing with his kid and all that kind of stuff. And they asked him if he pushed his kid into it or if it was his kid's choice. And he said him and his dad are very different in that way in that Tiger has found his own way to love the sport throughout his life. And he has basically – in his older years just started to have fun with it. And he's kind of teaching Charlie to have fun with it more than the way his dad was like robotic about it. Yeah. This, this guy, Wright Thompson said, if, if Tiger's dad wanted Tiger to be, let's say the greatest gymnast ever, then Tiger would have been the greatest gymnast ever. Yeah. He's more, he, he, he wants to chase greatness. He wants to be great. He hates the things that come with it because he's a very private person. He's an introvert, but he wants the greatness. It just did. I, I, it felt like 
it didn't matter how it came. It's just golf was the chosen route. So the question does beg when he was playing in the late nineties, early two thousands, up until the death of his father, did he like playing golf? I would wager. No, he didn't. Yeah, but he, he was so good. I mean, how he could, was so good. It was, it was yeah. all he could do child yeah. prodigy and all that. Like you had to keep the course. Yeah, but, but I, feel I don't like- think he enjoyed it. I think he enjoyed winning. And I think that's way different than actually enjoying golf. Yeah, but I also think that you see that a lot with with most child prodigies and anything. Like, you see them, they're really, really good at it, but they fucking hate doing it because it's all they've been allowed to do their entire lives. That's how they end up being child prodigies. And it, it, it was compared a lot to Ted Williams who was a very introverted baseball player and didn't enjoy playing baseball. Again, striving for the greatness, but didn't enjoy playing it. The first words, I believe it was of his either like biography or memoirs or something where some along the lines of, I'm glad this is over. He didn't enjoy doing it. Just wanted to be great. Didn't enjoy doing it. It's an interesting thing to think of. Because I think now he likes it. There's no doubt in my mind, especially over the last like three, four years. Playing yeah, with his no. son, winning at Augusta again. I think he's enjoyed that. You've seen it on the course. He's more happy. He's smiling more than like ever before around he's the He's having more fun and not like. Yeah, he's enjoying it. He's enjoying playing he rather looks, than just, I need like to win was, and I need to win only. Like, he he, like he can still snap into that off. mode. Oh, yeah. He kind of inter- he kind of he merges it a little bit. He he looked hurt on was it the end of the day Thursday? Yeah, it looked he, like his back flared up a little yeah. bit. Um, same with Louis Ustase, and he had a little back thing. He, he played withdrew. terribly the first couple of days. Well, yeah, he he's out of it. He withdrew from the tournament. Yeah. He 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 played that first day, and I think he had a back flare up around the third fourth hole, and he kept it under control. And I think a little bit of withdrawing was a little bit the back, but it was more he could not find anything because he was still playing well after the back flare up. But I think it was on like seven or eight. He like double bogeyed and he blew up. He looked like he was about to snap. He hit the one the water, right? Yeah. And I think he found himself like four over after Mm -hmm. day one. He was like, you know what? It's not worth sticking around. I'm going to miss the cut anyway. Why? exert myself any more than I have because I guarantee he wouldn't have withdrew if he was like one under or even yeah. even for that matter he, he would have stuck it through but it wasn't worth it at that point and Louis Ustazen's a guy biggest knock on him he plays great in these major tournaments he just cannot finish he has like three second place finishes at Augusta or something he's such a great player it's just he can't get over the hump and I, I had a pick for him to be uh, top three this weekend, I was assuming he was going to just do fine. And uh, watching him withdraw after day one was it's tough. Well, I mean, if you want to feel better about yourself, I bet on five different golfers. Oh, uh, masters. You didn't bet on Bryson, did you? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. I learned from two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to. I'm going to read them off to you. I only you won that tiger. U.S. Open, man. I bet the next, like, four majors. 
He won it winged foot, and I went, oh, hell yes. Bryson has arrived. So just to let you know, Tiger Woods is currently the highest golfer that I have left. Mm. Uh, my other two are That's not a good sign. Currently still in are Rory and uh, John Ram. Did you have to bet names you knew? Probably. And then the other ones I bet was Xander Shifley and uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I bet Brooks Kepka. Okay, and he did dog shit as well. Did you bet Xander Shifley? I did. Did you bet Xander Shifley because you thought your brother's (laughs) that is correct? Okay, that's quite the thing. Yeah, I love how you did not discuss any of those golf bets yeah, he, until now. I made them like ten minutes before tee off, like the first tee off of the Masters in New York City. I was just I, sitting there. I was like, I cashed in yesterday, Tiger to shoot par or better, round one, and the fact that it was plus two forty, I thought was like, I can't, I can't miss that. Uh, want to talk a little Cameron Smith, my new, my new guy. Yeah. I love that dude. Like, he had a great day yesterday. He's Australian? Yeah, he's awesome. I had yeah. Gage texting me telling me he's going to win. Oh. First day. He's like, he's in, okay. he's like Guru Gage Australia. there. He's like, he's so, in first. I'm like, yeah, so what? It's the first day. Day one leader. It almost never. Yeah, never. it almost never happens. Although, I was I was told by people, no. I was like, Cameron, they were like, Cameron Smith, you're going to you're gonna like this guy. What a day. Like, he. We'll get into it with double bogeys, but. Where's like, he now? He, I don't know what, what place is he in now. I think he's like two under. Oh, okay. Something like that. I oh, said it earlier six. today, and I got to watch him. I watched every shot he took round one as well. Um, was it Joaquin Neiman? Yeah. From oh, Chile? the guy that was with Tiger with yesterday? Tiger on day one. Yeah, he looked good. The kind of pressure to be like with tiger like a no-name golfer first time in the masters he's 23 years old on one of his biggest comebacks ever he's 23 years old he won like tiger woods's tournament last year yeah so he's in the masters he was i think he's three under or at least he was at, at one point today and he may not win next year but i i am curious to see he's handled augusta pretty well i'm curious Joaquin, to see what his odds would be next year a year great. older walking walking neiman was uh shot two over today Two over today. Okay, so what's that put him at? Uh, one under? One under. Uh, not, listen, that's not bad at all. Everybody Dustin, fucking struggled today. Justin yeah. Thomas shot five unders, now one, one under. Zach, they're going to call this Mets game. I'd be okay with that. I'd win $170. But like, Neiman, I mean. Schwartzel. I like Schwartzel, too. In a sport where um, your next, like, Generation of these golfers that were supposed to win majors, you know, your Brooks Kapkas, your Bryson DeChambeau's, your Patrick Cantlay's. Yeah, I mean, I don't hear Neiman thrown around a lot. I got to see him play. I'm impressed by him. It doesn't seem like anything phases him. He had every camera on him in his first major tournament at 23 years old, and he performed pretty well. He was making not even an awesome hole out. He had one of the craziest crowds around him too. Yeah. He had an awesome hole out day one where yeah. it, it, was, it was like a two or a three yep. on a par five. It, it was an eagle, I'm pretty sure. Crazy. No, it might have been a two on a par four. Tiger was so close to hitting a hole in one on 16. Was he? 16 or 12 on day one, yeah. I know oh. he had a great shot today where uh, there was a bunker on the right side. I forget what hole it was. 
and he pinned it perfectly on the fringe of the green right next to the bunker and rolled it down to the hole. He, um, you can see that he still has it in him to make somebody some did somebody did get an ace on 16. Somebody did get an ace on 16. Yeah. Grounds crews come on the field in the Mets game. Yeah. Uh, Smith got cut. Oh, come on. Just a lot of big names got cut. Tough. Molinari cut. Longer cut. Justin Molinari Rose, was another Long. guy. Cut. Because our friend Justin uh, sent us some like tier list thing where you chose one player from each tier. It's some, it's some kind of pool. And, you know, I, I told him Molinari. I told him Tommy Fleetwood as well. Um, tough, tough time for names I know. Jose Elazabal still doing it? It's been a good tournament. I didn't watch much today. I was more baseball today since the Yankees yeah, kicked off. But I, I was all after over after that the ended. I went right to uh, right to Masters coverage. It's looking like there's just like some spotty storms to this game. What's yeah. next, Trish? Next Wait. on our list, we're moving away. One yeah. of the rare times we're doing a list, by the way, for the episode. Yeah, it was last week. Too. Last episode, and it was really fluid. So. Moving on to baseball, we have opening day for play through this. the MLB. Uh, what, what was that, Zach? They should just play through this. That's what they should. Zach, it's a downpour. I don't care. It's not that much. It's over. In, it's the ninth inning. Just finish it off. Zach, the Mets are going to win if this gets called. Well, yeah, they're going to probably win anyway. Don't say that. Oh, now I hope oh, the game resumes oh, and they lose. Well, I bet the Nats. <laughs> Go ahead. I bet the Nats. They're going to win it anyway. I dare you to bet on the Nats right now. That it gets canceled <laughs> and then you lose. <laughs> so, Zach, how'd you feel about opening day for the Mets? You felt good. They won like all McGill is a beast and he should be on the starting rotation indefinitely. That's all I got. Apparently, he has a hot mom. I, he does, actually. I've seen her. Siler McGill. <laughs> you know, he was only good yesterday because it was open. He was good all like most of last year until the Zach. end of the season because he's never pitched that many games before. Zach, death taxes and the Mets winning on opening day. They have like the best opening day record since 1960. Yeah, the wins, best team 23 losses on opening day. And Tony bet against them. When was the last time they lost is. opening day? <laughs> what? When was the last time they lost opening day? Last year. Have to look. Did last they year? Last year? Yeah, didn't they blow that giant lead against the Phillies last year on opening day? I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, if it was last year, last time before that. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, all right. Let's keep just kicking that can back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, I got all their games from opening day. Oh, thank God. Really timely with it too. I must. It won last. This year. is this is the content that Eric, the, they won last year. They played the Marlins. All right. When was the last time they lost opening day? 2019, and then before that, 2014, 2011. They lost in 2016 to the Royals. Zach. No, I, I'm seeing here Phillies. No, I'm seeing on Baseball Reference 2016. They, they opened up the season against the an Royals. AL opponent. World yeah. Series rematch. I don't think so. Baseball Almanac says otherwise. In 2016, I have it up right here. Baseball reference. Yeah, but is that opening day or is that just a game? They this is opening day, game one. Right, well, now I'm going to MLB.com. <laughs> Zach does not trust baseball. Zach, who do you no. have them playing in 2016? The Phillies. 
And they win? Says they beat the Phillies. Seven to two. Uh, seven to two. Yeah, That's their home two. opener. Oh, you got their home opener schedule. Yeah, they lost. It just says opening day history here. I don't yeah, know. that's Mets opening That's day. Mets opening, yeah. Ah, uh, what? Twenty twenty one. Mets detail. at Phillies lost three five. Yeah, okay, they lost last year. Okay. <laughs> also, the twenty sixteen. Oh, that does make sense. The Royals won. That is fucking rude to open up the season. Yeah. Have the Royals say, "Hey, Mets, come into town while we unveil our banner." Oh my god, that is fucking they, mean. That's what they did to us. Yeah, that is really mean. I remember watching that game too. Good, necessary. Good. medicine. That was a Matt Harvey opening day start, if I'm not mistaken. Probably a Matt Harvey opening day gets shelled. <laughs> right, Zach. Yeah. Look where he is now. Giving people drugs. Baltimore. He's got a shot to make the major league roster. Zach said Baltimore. <laughs> What do you mean got a shot to make the major league roster? Yeah, they signed him to a minor league deal. Yeah, but it's April. He didn't make it. (laughs) He he didn't make the major league roster. Still got called up. Yankees won today. Yeah, they did. That was a great game. Eric Cole with the weakest excuse of all time. Yep. Game started four minutes late, so they threw him out of his groove. I call bullshit on that. Yeah, no. I far the worst excuse I've ever heard. When you're a professional athlete and you're playing at that level, he was still throwing in the bullpen during all the like the pregame festivities. Yeah, I don't. I I mean, if it was a twenty to thirty minute wait, fine. But four minutes, don't give me that. I'll say this: after one game, I'm in love with Josh Donaldson. He's great. He's got to stay healthy though. That's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, he. Played more games last oh, year. Do you see what happened with Gary Sanchez staying in Minnesota? Gary Sanchez with the old bat flip on a ball hit to the warning track to lose the oh, game. No way. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's so used to playing in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> hit it, bat flipped, walked to first base, caught at the warning track. Uh, Did you see how the Tigers game ended? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. The White Sox player just closing his glove for some reason instead of catching the ball, having it hit the wall and it was from, a walk-off? From yeah. former New York Met, Javier Baez. That's legend. Yep. Two two guys. I bet uh, the Tigers today, baby. Two guys. I, I did two, but the parlay lost. Uh, two guys that like leave and go to new teams, Baez and Donaldson, both with walk-offs today. I do want to talk about Seth Beer. I was watching that live. It was great. Real quick, who else made their debuts today on their teams? Chris Bryant, Freddie. Yeah, or yesterday. Bryant. Yeah, Chris Bryant, Russell Wilson threw out the first pitch. Correa with oh, the Twins. Correa, yeah. There was a couple different Yankees. Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela hit a home run. <clears throat> There's a couple different Yankees. It was their first Yankee game. Yeah, Donaldson and game. IKF. Yeah. Trevor Story. With them How songs. do you pronounce that guy's name? Oh, yeah, Trevor Story. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. By the way, I think it's still funny that uh, Conforto still a free agent. Yeah, the, people are saying it's a medical issue. I think that's a lie. It's totally a lie. Well, that's what his agent put out. Yeah, of course he would say that. So so after no one signed him and then opening day was creeping closer and closer. They were like, oh, it was an injury. His, his agent came out and said, oh, he's injured. Uh, so we're just trying to nurse his injury back. And then he should be ready. You know, I think it was he by be, June. He could be the Yankees right fielder when Aaron Judge leaves. Yeah. Aaron Judge is in league. Could be after this. All season. right. Friday, April 8th at 10 48 p.m. 
Trick just said Aaron Judge isn't leaving. Go ahead, book it. I don't think he's going to leave. I think he's going to be a Yankee for the next couple of years. Speaking of I, Aaron Listen, Judge, I'm going to say this. I do think um, no matter what happens, I would say there's a 70% chance he's a Yankee next year. Speaking of Aaron Judge, since we're already on that topic. Well, real quick, I wanted to say oh. something. I just Please. forget what. He turned down the contract. Twins lost to the Royals, right? Twins yeah. Twins lost to the Mariners. Oh, yeah, Mariners, Mariners. Okay. Good job there, New Look Mitch Twins. Hanniger with All a right. two-run home run. Hanniger and a Banniger. All right. Um, <laughs> fuck the Twins. All the right, Mariners are, The Mariners are being called America's team by some. What? America's team? Yeah. America's team. Pacific Northwest. You know, like 90% of people think the capital of Washington is Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Trish, what's the capital of Washington? I was there, man. I don't even know. I was there, man, and I don't even were, know. It's not a city. Are you in southern Washington, though? Yeah. Eh, that's that's basically Oregon. Yeah, I was I was literally 15 minutes over the border. I believe I it's to Portland. I was right there. I believe it's Olympia. It's it not Olympia. Vancouver. It's not Vancouver, Washington. No. Vancouver's also not in. No, yes, there is a Vancouver in Washington. Look it up, Eric. You bitch. I was there. Just I was like in Vancouver. You bitch. I knew the capital and you didn't. What? You have yet to say it. I said Olympia. I didn't. Well, I said Tony guessed Olympia, and then you went, yeah, sure. No, it is. I know for a fact. Yes. I said, I think it's. I said, it is. I know that for a fact. I mean, I said it. Cool. You know capitals of states. I mean, I said it. You, Trish? I mean, I know capitals. Tony did say it first, to be fair. Give Uh, me a state I can name a capital. You got Alaska. What? What? Alaska. Juno. Juno, yeah. Bitch boy, even Trish says Juno. <laughs> I can also do provinces. Should be Anchorage, though, if you think about it. Yeah, and Washington should be Seattle. Oh. <laughs> like, New York's should, should really be, be New York City. New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's not. Albany. Michigan. Also, I feel like New Jersey. Michigan? Oh, Jersey you said City. Michigan? Yeah. Um... Michiganders. I'm um, between two. Is it Lansing? It is Lansing. Good job. I was between two, and I Detroit wasn't one of the options. It was. Yeah. Was it that or Ann Arbor? Yeah, that's where the colleges yeah. are. <laughs> that's. Is that how you know your capitals? That's usually a good indication. Yeah. Montana. Although Helena. Yeah. Okay. How many? Knows, man, those capitals. How many colleges are in Trenton, though? TCNJ. That's is U- it? That's in Ewing. It's like right near Trenton. Used Close enough. Riders right near Trenton. We're like 10 minutes away. Yeah, but man. like there's usually there's usually like a good college. Like a good sized college. Yeah. And New Jersey's only got one. We got Rutgers. In Rutgers. It. And that's that's in Brunswick. Does Rutgers have a Trenton location? They have a Camden yeah. location. They have, they have Camden and Newark. Yeah. Also, if you think about it, Newark, should probably be the capital. Okay, what, let's keep. Let's go to the next thing. What was the next thing? Right. We're still opening day, right? Last thing that we Aaron have Judge. on the list today: Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge turning down a contract extension. The contract was seven years, two hundred and thirteen and a half million dollars. And if you and look at, if you look at it a little no. bit more, 
it was eight years, 231, because his salary this year would have been $18 million off the extension. Yes, and yes. Rumors, rumors have already begun to swirl that he wanted at least nine years on the contract. Oh, my Please. God. Dude, you're not going to get that anywhere. Yeah, honestly. Think, listen, if, if you were 28, maybe. If Aaron Judge goes out and gets seven years, he's going to be great for the next four or five years. I'll give you that. The way it's shaping up right now. But you don't give seven-year contracts to 29-year-olds. You don't do that. He turns 30 in just over two weeks. His whole thing is he's never gotten paid. Yeah. His whole career, he's never gotten paid. I mean, come on, getting $200 million is not getting paid? He's more worried about term, I believe. That's the problem. He hasn't made that money yet. I think his whole career now, he's only made like, what was it, 18 a year? Yeah, it's whatever the minimum uh, was. Man needs to stay healthy. He's going to be playing on a – you know, small market team next year for a major contract. I don't think so. Like, if it's not the Yankees, that's what it's going to be. Going to because be yeah. none of these big market teams are going to invest nine, if he wants nine, nine years. The fact that the Yankees were willing to invest seven is shocking. Yeah. I would not give that man seven years. I, I would years. not do it. That's the prime spot is five years. Him in an outfield with Christian Yelich. And Lorenzo Kane. Well, but That'd you also have to look at it from Judge's point of view. If he signs a five-year, I don't understand why he didn't take seven. But if he signs a five-year contract, now he's thirty-four years old, and he's not—he's not, he's not going to be as good. Like don't he's say really, that. No, Cano is still on. No, team. He, no, he could still if he if he performs well for five years, somebody's going to give him another four. Somebody's <laughs> going to give him another four. Yeah, that's not the question in my mind. But with this being out there. That he turned down seven years. Seven years is now the benchmark. He is not going to take anything anywhere less than that. And that may severely cut down the options he has. Now, he might go to a place just at, off the top of my head, Kansas City. He's going to go there. He'll be the only star, but he'll be there. He'll have the, the security of the year. So he'll probably get seven, maybe eight. And they're just going to open up the checkbook for him because he's a big enough name to put people in the seats. KC might not win anything because they might not be investing money anywhere else. The name that I've the name that I've linked to Judge for a while is St. Louis. St. Louis isn't going to do it. Not dude. Not not after the seven year stuff is out. Detroit. Detroit. They're they're turning the corner. I think it's interesting that this is your opinion on it because the opinion I'm getting from sports talk radio is uh, that he's going to well. The rumors are that he wants to go home, go to California. California. Oh my God, angels. he's gonna be a fucking angel! No, angel. Um, it was the Angels were thrown out, the Dodgers were thrown out. Dodgers will buy him just for the hell of it. Angels San aren't Fran. gonna do it because um, San Fran. Well, Angels can't afford him. Yeah, when Shohei up soon. Yeah. Okay. That you're the, unless they lose him, they're out. Because the amount of money Shohei Otani is going to get is going to be ungodly. Yeah. So take out the the Angels unless Shohei leaves. And if Shohei leaves, you might as well just turn around and trade Mike Trout. But I mean, San Fran, they're in a weird spot. They overperformed last year incredibly. I mean, San Diego, if they weren't loaded up with Tatis and Machado and all them. That and and we're, spot. you know, mediocre. Hey, Oakland. 
Oakland is clearing all this fucking payroll. Yeah, they could and the not. fan base is pissed because they have no names to get behind. And what would signify, know. hey, look, we're trying, then signing Aaron fucking Judge. Yeah. You're also presuming they're still going to be in Oakland. Yeah. Regardless, they're going to in the seats for the last couple of years. That's true. What, is, uh, what does ARB3 mean? Ar- salary arbitration. Arbitration. Yeah, right? arbitration. So after this season... Shohei is up for arbitration, and then oh. next season he's a UFA. Oh Lord, he's up for arbitration. Yep, he's yeah. up for arbitration in twenty three, and he's an unrestricted free agent in twenty four. That man last night became the first player in Major League Baseball history to throw the team's first pitch and be the team's first batter. That man is going. I feel bad for the Angels. You better not let that get to arbitration. Yeah, he's he's not gonna be a free agent though. Like he's either gone this year or he's. Well, no, he's definitely gonna be there next year with the arbitration rights. Yeah, but and if they don't, if if I was him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign an extension. Neither would I. Fuck the Angels. They're they're in such a bad situation because of the contract they gave Trout. It's. What? They that's not Rendon. why. They're, they're in a Jerry. bad situation. They signed Rendon right after. Rendon. That's not why. Yeah, what? Let's not go blame the greatest player of and our generation. And they signed Syndergaard. At a, a okay, enough with that greatest player of our generation talk. Win something. but yeah. And stay healthy. Shohei's better than him. So when we talk about what the Angels have done wrong, it's not the Trout contract. No. You don't think so? No. It's, they paid it's... Rend- How much did they pay Rendon? It's not even Rendon. I think Rendon's 300 and something. Who have they signed that's a pitcher? Syndergaard. They wasted, you're gonna, they wasted how much on them? We're going we're gonna to go. They're not still. This, is, this might sound like really old, but they're not still like rolling like Jake Weaver out there, are they? Jared yeah. Weaver? Jared yeah. Weaver. Yeah. They're not, right? No, no. No? I thought no. he was still on the team. No, he's not still on the team. He retired like five years ago. He didn't retire five years ago. Oh, I retired five years ago. Wow. He was a Padre? <laughs> There's another one I'm thinking of, but I, I can't think are you of th- Wait, are you thinking Irvin Santana? No. 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 You're thinking Dan Heron, aren't you? No. Andrew Heaney. He's there. He, he was there. Didn't he go back, or is he a Dodger? He's a Dodger. Are you thinking Garrett Richards? I don't know. I'd have to think. It's somebody that I always would sign in like MLB The Show because he would always leave the Angels. <laughs> I think it's Weaver. I think it's Weaver. Probably is. Weaver was always a free agent in MLB. Uh, yeah, I, Mike Trout's great. Most yeah. consistent player ever. Wait, un- unless Tony's thinking CJ Wilson. No. He had that same hair. It's definitely somebody with that kind of hair. Yeah, uh, Mike Trout, everybody says is the greatest player of uh, my generation, but I, I don't uh, I don't see him. I mean, yeah. Of the past five years. He's barely been on the fucking field. Yeah, but when he is, he's hitting. Like yeah, that's the thing. But when he is. If you were to pick right now, Shohei or Mike Trout, who are you picking? Show picks, you can do both. Exactly. You yeah, can produce on both sides. That of the is field. the greatest player of my generation. He does both, and he does it at an elite level. 
And I feel like also when he's on the field, that's another one who's been injury prone. Didn't yeah, but a lot of that's have... recency bias um, for both of them because Trout was injured last year and Shohei wasn't. <laughs> and then Shohei was injured. And then Shohei was before. injured and Trout wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Trout was not. So, all right, they yeah, need to Shohei has a Tommy John surgery, came back, hasn't missed a step. I love Shohei Otani. I would, I would want the Yankees to give up everything for him. Practice. I, I would be okay with not getting Judge if we got Otani. No, if Judge walks, uh, the rumors, and I said this like two weeks ago, the rumors have been Juan, the Yankees are waiting for Juan Soto. Waiting. Yeah, because he's good. He has to leave at some point. And he's what, 24, 25? He's young, yeah. Both, both New York teams want Soto back. If you had a choice to give seven years to Aaron Judge or Juan Soto, what are you doing? Soto. Also, yeah. who's the kid? Who's the kid in the minor league system for the Yankees that is supposed to be the second coming of Jeter? Anthony Volpe. That's Volpe? it. When's he coming up? Probably next year. I, I thought he was. Uh, he had an outside chance of making the opening day roster. Yeah. He's playing in Somerset. Yeah, going by me. I think so they're keeping him close. He could be a, a September call up or a f- first thing next year. He'll be up. Yeah. You got him, Austin Wells, Jason. Who's that pitcher? Uh, like. Can't think of his name. There's that Debbie big Garcia. You guys yeah, Garcia. Like if you're the Yankees and you're looking Debbie? at Judge and you offer him this contract, I feel like this contract was very much a like an olive branch extension. I really thought the deal was going to get done today. Here you go. I feel like a lot of people did. I feel like even the Yankees did for giving them but that I kind of money and that length. How many like 30 year olds are getting seven year contract extensions? Not many. Like it. I, I think it's batshit unless you absolutely know you can get nine years. And, you know, you look at some of these contract guys have got, you know, Pujols got a long one. Bryce Harper got a long one. Machado. Machado got a long Who got one? When's Bryce Harper up? 27, something like that. 27? Yeah. yeah. Wonder Franco. Do you think Rizzo had anything to do with Judge not signing? Rizzo's comments meant nothing. No. Although the fact that he said that, what I love saying? Anthony Rizzo, but it's I have damning. no idea why he's saying that. What why would you say? say that to your fucking teammate? I think what he's mad saying? at the Cubs still a little bit. Yeah, but still, why are you going to say that to your fucking teammate? Wait, what did he say? He he came out. Uh, it there's was, no loyalty out anymore. He was telling Judge basically. There's no loyalty in the game. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's loyalty no loyalty anymore. here anymore. Go wherever the money is, basically. So if you think you can get a better deal, don't sign this one. Hell of a thing to say. He's currently on a two-year deal with the Yankees, Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> He's producing for him, so can't get a home run today. I I just I can't believe he turned out seven years. I can't believe the Yankees offered it. I really can't. Well, you also you know you got to remember, it's it's also Judge's agent. Who's probably cock full of him, you know, cocksure and full of himself and thinks he's going to be able to go out and get an insane contract for Judge. He will. I know he will, but the question Aaron Judge has to ask himself is do you really want more money or do you want to be on a team where you have a good chance of winning the World Series? I think he could have both. I don't, I don't think, think you can, I don't think you could have term and have both. Yeah. 
Yeah, he might have to concede a, a couple of years on the contract. But why would you concede a both. couple of years? But as we've seen right now, he's not willing to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. He turned out seven from the egg. Things might change in a year, though. Well, Things listen, might change yeah. a year to the point where pe- teams don't offer seven. Well, yeah, that's the, the they don't offer him anything, maybe. Who knows? Maybe all from a, a Yankees offer him a one-year deal. Who knows? It all depends on how he does this year, if he can stay on the field and if he can hit 30-plus home runs. I mean, as of right now, he's making $18 million this year, right? Or... Although it was denied, Judge's counteroffer uh, was around 9 or 10 years at $36 million a year. Oh Someone close to Judge denied that. Mike Trout's record contract extension was 10 years, $360 million. I I feel like if that counteroffer was made, Cashman would have talked about it because Cashman did talk about the offer that the Yankees made. Which no, I don't think he would have talked about counteroffers. He definitely would have talked about offers he made. Eh. Yeah, especially if they did he that. wouldn't have put out counteroffers. Yeah, That's especially weird. if he didn't. Especially if you're still interested in resigning the player. That's yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 interesting to me that Cashman chose to comment on this because usually with the Yankees you don't hear about any negotiations until like it happened and then it's all of a sudden oh here's the deal. But now he's coming out and telling everybody what he offered Judge. Um, I mean a lot of that he's faced a brief, lot of flack in the offseason. Put... We got a fight in the NASCAR race right now. What happened? A uh, little bump and run for the win, and Sam Mayer and Ty Gibbs are going at it. Every sport needs more fighting. Yeah. Um, Ty Gibbs, by the way, is Joe's grandson. Cashman puts that out because he's caught a lot of flack this offseason, so he needs something to get him on the side. Like, look, I offered him seven years. What do you want me to do here? Yeah. That's seven years is generous. Very generous. Yeah. I... It's, a, it's a hell of a risk to take for a, another guy who's often injured. Yeah. Although that that narrative has gotten tired over the last two years. What judge? Yeah. The injuredness. Well, he wasn't hurt that much last year, right? No, he played 148 games. Yeah, and then how many did he play the year before that? 28 shortened year. He had COVID too. Oh, okay. But he's put he's played at least 100 games four times. It was the wrist injury in 18, I believe, and the hamstring in 19. Yeah, but it's also, I feel like, talked about more because of the times he gets hurt. Yeah. He usually gets hurt at, like, pretty important times for the team. Like, I I mean. And then he's having to play injured for the playoffs. When did Trout get his extension? 2019, I want to say. I was going to say three or four years ago. Yeah, and then that would have been coming off two years where he was – or one year where he was injured and one year where he's basically close to judge. But the thing with Trout, I don't hear the injury narrative with Trout as much as they're not putting pieces around him narrative. Like, that's the thing. Like, let's talk injuries. Part of it. Field. <laughs> it is part of it. I don't think Judge is the guy that gets injured the most on the Yankees. I think that's Stanton. Yeah, it's definitely Stanton. That man yeah, hasn't been that injured lately. Last season, I mean, it's 
last year he was injured what the first portion of the year yeah but i think that was it wasn't it it was only like a month or so uh i don't think he was that injured last year he had 510 at bats how many games played so i'm looking up right now i mean, it's clearly better for him when he's playing outfield it keeps him more warm yeah uh, he played 150. He played 139. Yeah, 139 games last year. It's pretty good. It was the two years before that that did him in. It was 18 and 23. 23. That, it's a short year. Yeah, that COVID year. 18. Yeah. And then the oh. year before that, it was 158. Yeah. Listen, yeah, he wasn't injured it, last year. I mean, there, it was a big talking point, at least on the radio broadcast today for the Yankees, that the Yankees have at this moment so many players, so many position players that they have people sitting on the bench, but then somehow managed to play everybody on the bench in uh, today's game, which was impressive to me. Well, A, their bench isn't that big. They have enough players that they had to sit. Uh, Who the hell was it? Glaber Torres. Uh, Glaber Torres, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense because he's a defensive liability. Yeah. They only had three players on the bench, I believe. Marlon Gonzalez, uh, Higgy, uh, no, Higgy's backup was Trevino and Glaber. They're rolling with a short bench right now. Oh, well, the way the broadcast made it sound, it sounded like it was uh, such a issue. It was actually a well-managed game by Boone, and I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to wrap this episode. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday for a little more baseball talk. Uh, starting to get ramped up toward the NFL draft. That's in, I believe, two weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks? Oh, three weeks. Ugh. So, I mean, it's, it's a weird period. Once baseball starts, the headlines kind of dip a little bit. Mm-hmm. Real baseball heavy, but baseball comes out in a couple weeks. Sorry, Zach. Uh, every episode of the 200 Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes twice a week. We will see you on Tuesday for an episode of 200 Men. Bye, everybody.